To help me prepare for this evening, I spoke with a diocesan deacon who works full-time in a hospital trust for the expected surge in patients suffering from coronavirus. Many of you tonight will be able to identify firsthand with aspects of his experience, whether you work in hospitals or care homes, or have had loved ones resident there, or you work in other important and stressful frontline situations during this time of lockdown. And for the rest of us, I think it provides a helpful insight into the work and the heavenly personal costs on so many of those who provide these key services. The deacon spoke of the dramatic changes in the hospital as some staff were told that they couldn't come into work because they needed to shield themselves. Of others being rapidly redeployed to work in new and unfamiliar areas of the hospital where they were urgently needed, and of some others being reskilled to return to clinical practice. In other words, whole teams of people learning to work together in unfamiliar settings. As the country got used to the daily government briefings, so too did the hospitals, where it often seemed that new rules and procedures were being introduced on a daily basis. In an environment where staff are usually distinguishable by their uniforms, all of a sudden everyone was wearing scrubs, even the chaplains. In the ward areas, everyone was wearing face masks, staff and patients alike. So a whole new way of communicating without the usual non-verbal facial cues needed to be quickly learnt. The chaplaincy team itself had to adapt and learn new ways of responding to the increased need for spiritual support. For the patients who are often feeling isolated, vulnerable and afraid, with no visitors able to come into the hospital, the chaplain set up from scratch a family liaison team made up of volunteers who wanted to help out while furloughed or unable to study. iPads were used for Skype and FaceTime calls to help keep patients in touch with family who were naturally worried but comforted to know that the chaplain had spent time with their loved one in hospital. As the daily pressure on staff increased and began to take its inevitable toll, a listening ear, a safe space to come and talk, words of encouragement and appreciation became increased to what the chaplain has shared with me, so typical, I think, of your own very professional, generous and selfless commitment as NHS staff, social care and other key workers, may I say a heartfelt thank you to each and every one of you. By way of deep appreciation for your commitment and service to the wider community, I'm delighted to offer this Mass for you and to encourage you in your ongoing work by holding before you tonight the witness of St. Barnabas, whose feast day it is. Why? Because I find that what we know about Barnabas from the Acts of the Apostles can be very helpful in terms of your own work.
Barnabas wasn't always his name. Joseph was his birth name. But the apostles quickly gave him the name Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, presumably because that name reflected his character. He was a man who liked to encourage and support people. In tonight's first reading, we hear of Barnabas being sent by the church leaders in Jerusalem to make a judgment on what's happening in Antioch among the new followers of Christ there. Why was he sent? Presumably because his judgment was trusted in terms of being able to recognize where God was at work. Barnabas is, after all, described as being a good man, filled with the Holy Spirit and with faith. In that same spirit of St. Barnabas, I want to encourage each of you this evening. You are disciples of Christ, beloved sons and daughters of God our Father. You too, like St. Barnabas, are good people, filled with the Holy Spirit and with faith. So I would like to encourage you to see your work, whether it be in the NHS or care homes or elsewhere, as your way not only of serving Christ, but of being the presence of Christ there. To see your workplace as the environment where God is at work and where he wants you to be. Like Barnabas, sons and daughters of encouragement and hope to others, and generous channels of Christ's love, care, and compassion. In a prayer attributed to St. Teresa of Avila, I think that is expressed well. Christ has no body now but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes through which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. Having said that, I would guess that each of you is already very tired, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This lockdown has gone on for longer than most of us first thought. And while there are now signs of it being gradually relaxed, a new spike in the numbers of those affected by the virus remains a threat. Your frontline work will continue to be needed. So tonight, during this Mass, may I encourage you to rest a while in God's love, care, and compassion for you, so that you might feel refreshed and renewed to begin again your work. May God continue to bless and hold you all in his love and in his care.